Hi, everyone. Willie Miranda with Lie with the Leaders, and I'm coming to you with a great, uh, great agent. I'm very excited to be talking to Chelsea Hamry. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Willie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chelsea, you and I met down at a Crush It! in real estate event uh, that our good friend Anthony Lamacchi was doing. Uh, and I think that was back in August. And I was so impressed with uh, a lot of the things that you were doing, uh, just, over, just being in the business, just really two full years now. And uh, I know we're going to hit so, on some of those points today, but uh, I wanted to ask you questions. I wanted to sit with you and, and have a conversation, but it was just so busy. And every time I saw you, you always had people around you that wanted to know all the, uh, all the, the great things that you were doing on social media and all the videos you were doing and all the things, all the nuggets that you gave on stage. So I'm uh, very excited to have you uh, on today's podcast. So I, I wanted to start off by just, you know, I, I did a little bit of research and I think I told you that earlier in our, uh, as our pre-call here and, uh, you know, definitely impressive. I know you went to the uh, University of Ottawa and uh, you were in uh, school of management, right? In a business school. And I guess, you know, kind of just starting back from there. I mean, what, what was it that, so uh, did you always want to be in real estate and that's kind of what the path was or was there a certain direction that you were going and then all of a sudden it switched? Yes, it was always in the back of my mind. I mean, I wasn't one of those people that knew what they were going to do for the rest of their lives at a young age um, until I realized I wanted to get into real estate. But so I went to the University of Ottawa. Um, I specialized in marketing and I really liked the consumer side of things, like the experience, the client experience. How can you make that better? And my family was always really into that too. Like I, I, I have high standards of what an experience should be. And realizing that, you know, that's also marketing and putting yourself out there and doing presentations, all that I was good at. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so then I was at a networking event one day and I was talking to a commercial real estate company, actually. And then my dad the next day goes, well, why, do, why wouldn't you come work for us? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I didn't really think of it like that much further. It's kind of just a thought. And then... Uh, Fast forward, I ended up doing, um, within my last summer of being a student, I did an internship with the team, doing marketing, getting to learn ropes a bit of being in the office. And, you know, I've always heard conversations being a third generation agent from either my dad, my uncle, or my grandmother, but it was different being in the office and I really enjoyed it. And then fast forward, here we are, um, got my license and uh, yeah, just really enjoying the business. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, my daughter's uh, also, um, actually, she works for uh, Anthony uh, with Lamaki Real Estate in, in the marketing. And it's funny because uh, we've had conversations about her growing up as a kid, just being around it, right? Just listening to the phone calls and being involved in some of the conversations that she's heard me uh, be with, with customers. Uh, it made it a lot easier uh, for her getting into the business, or at least to understand uh, what we go through as real estate agents, right? Because it's not... Um, it's not as easy as a lot of people think. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of psychology involved. There's a lot of um, mental health involved, right? We have to be on our toes at all times. There's that emotional intelligence that I always talk about uh, that is so important for us to have uh, to be a successful real estate agent. So, um, so good. So then, so you start, you know, right? So you go into the internship and, and you feel, okay, I, I kind of like this, right? And this is something that I could definitely do. Uh, and then you, kind of start in your first month, right? And you start working with clients. How, how did that start? It was good. So at first, um, it was a lot of shadowing. I remember going on quite a few appointments um, with Greg and getting to learn 
what the day-to-day -day is um, and then hosting a lot of open houses. I think every weekend when I first started, uh, which keep in mind, I started in August, 2019 and then COVID hit March, 2020. So I didn't even have six months before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Um, but I, during that, you know, four or five months before I leveraged the open house, I leveraged putting myself out there and I, I leveraged video. Um, the team as a whole, we were doing listing videos. They've been doing listing videos for the last like 10 years, but I started doing like Instagram live videos or when I had an open house, I would do, you know, join me at my open house. My videos are much better today than <laughs> they were then, but it was, it was something just as simple as, you know, I'm hosting an open house at one, two, three main street, join me Sunday from two to four. Here's a couple features looking forward to seeing you there. Something short, sweet, simple, and it gave me content. And I think that's what I really leveraged and how I, at least at the beginning was finding things that could give me content that I could let people know I'm a realtor. Rule of thumb, our rule of thumb is you need to let 10 people a day know you're a realtor. And by doing a video, you can let hundreds and thousands of people know that. So once I understood that and grasped that, that really help get to, you know, from level one to level two and extend from there. So you said content, right? And, and, and going through um, your YouTube page, uh, your team YouTube page, and obviously going through your page uh, and your team page, I noticed that it's almost like you guys do something daily on a daily basis, really the content, if not every other day, uh, usually uh, that you do. Is there a certain, uh, like you just said, 10, 10 people a day, or now you're hitting thousands a day by doing it. Uh, is it mostly video that you're really concentrating on that you feel is what you guys want to do? Or I know there's a couple of posts here and there that you may do, but tell me what your strategy is with doing that. Yeah, well, we have an in-house marketing person. Um, so he helps create all that's not video. Um, yeah. So do the posts about, you know, five things happening this weekend in Ottawa or lifestyle community. Our website is We Know Ottawa and we want to be the no for people either coming here to visit or looking for real estate. Um, so it's really giving that community aspect of it too. And I think that's part of our strategy. It's not just posting listing videos. It's not just posting market update videos, but it's also posting storytelling videos and letting people know what's going on. Um, you know, Steve did one last weekend about a coffee shop. Uh, if I win, you know, sometimes it'll be, I just won in multiple offers. Here's how it went. Here's part of our strategy. And and, you know, bring that back to people being like, oh, I want to work with her or I want to work with the team or, you know, like you said this morning, your wife said I was knowledgeable. <laughs> she hasn't even met me. Right. So it's, it's giving that perception and letting people know, give people, give people a bit of a taste of who, who we are and who I am before they meet me. And I think that's, that's a big part of, of the strategy is giving people the sense that they already know us before they meet us. Yeah, my wife was already ready to go, you know, buy with you, right? And, and being in the business, she's even licensed herself, but she was uh, listening in the background as I was watching some of your videos and she was just like, uh, wow, she really knows her stuff, you know? And, and it is true, like the content we want to give to people, we have so much knowledge as real estate agents, right? Just even having our license, uh, we have so much more knowledge than, than the average person. And there's always questions and things that people want to know. Um, but they're not going to pick up the phone and call a real estate agent to find it out. More than likely, they're going to try to do research or go online, et cetera. Uh, and they don't want to bother anyone, right? But when you're able to come out with that, come out with market stats, come out with um, the different things that you do to educate and give that content out, it does make a difference. And, it, and it there's a thing that um, 
that I learned a long time ago uh, through a Dan Kennedy event that I went to. And he said that when you're doing video like that, you are the authority, right? You're the expert and really celebrity status. You're just celebrity uh, in your market, right? Uh, there's not a lot of real estate agents that do that. So people attract to that. People attract to the uh, the reality, uh, just like reality TV, uh, you're creating reality real estate uh, right on, on social media, right? Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So let me ask you some. So I know you do some community videos. Uh, we do the same thing. We do community spotlight videos that we'll do for uh, different businesses and stuff like that. You had one. I, I know Steve had that one at the coffee shop, right? Uh, recently that you said. And then I thought I saw one uh, with you at a breakfast breakfast shop, right? A breakfast there, right? Um, now, how does that work? Like, do you get permission? Because I know people are gonna have some questions about that. Uh, like, well, you know, did she get, did she get permission? And, you know, that'll hold people from actually doing the video where I know it's a lot easier than that. Maybe you can explain uh, how you guys handle that and how you get the permission and, and actually do that. Yeah. So for example, the one that I did in front of that cafe, I didn't have permission. I just had breakfast there and it's one of my favorite spots right outside of Ottawa and uh just was here's an opportunity to do a video and share you know a local business that's really doing well and and to highlight them and to highlight the experience that I had um if you're going in you know filming other people then you know right. you typically want to get their permission like Steve with his video he went in like got like um I don't know a clip of like them like pouring coffee or something like that then he'll ask for permission. But for the most part, people are going to say, yes, people want their business, especially if it's a small local business, they want it to be out there and they want the support. And I think that's, people don't necessarily refuse that. Um, and right. if they do, I would respect that. But uh, for the most part, I know the ones that I've done in front of little local shops, I just do outside. And I did an ice cream one last December and it was just ironic ice cream in December, but it was just in the moment, let's do this. You know, right. I need to do a video. So let's put out content and, and help the business while you're at it. Right. And, and that's true, right? So you're, you're bringing the community in. Um, it's showing your your competence uh, of knowing the market, right? That's the, that's the market videos and the updates. Uh, but your character also shows uh, where you're showing that, you know, you have that light side of you where, hey, I've been at, I went to the coffee shop, went to breakfast, uh, whatever the situation may be. And like you said, you're bringing that community in. And a lot of these, I, I don't think there's one business that would refuse that. Uh, you guys have a great name in your area. Uh, and, uh, you know, why not um, and do that? Uh, what was some, any, any feedback you could share? Or any uh, comments, feedback that you got from some of those community videos that you've done? Like have people commented to you or said, hey, I saw you here or I went to this because of your video? Yeah, people love it. And I find those are some of the ones that get our most engagement because it's light, it's fun, it's light. It's not necessarily, you know, real estate related, but it's community related. Um, and like you said, you get to see a different side of us that's not necessarily, you know, I, I'm human. I go for breakfast. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not at my desk 24-7 or showing 24-7, right? And uh, people really do like those videos. And yeah, we have had people say, oh, I went to this place because of you or, oh my gosh, one of my favorite spots too. So it brings more conversation too. That's great. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, let's jump into, uh, I know one of the biggest challenges that I see a lot of agents, especially new into the business, um, 
that I'm seeing right now is that they don't know what to do, right? They get their license, they get their business cards, they get in, you know, they have some mentorship or they have some training that they pop into. But from day to day, they kind of struggle with, what do I do today, right? I don't have any clients, I don't have a really big database. Um, you know, what are some of the activities you would advise, you know, knowing what you know now, uh, or maybe even knowing what you did to be, um, we'll go over some of your numbers here in a second. Um, what, what advice would you give for some of these agents on a day-to-day -day basis? What should they be looking at, um, you know, six months, uh, a year into the business? Yeah, so I think going back to content, find content. It doesn't need to be your story. It doesn't need to be, you know, what you sold. Leverage your office. If you're on it, even better, if you're on a team, like leverage your team and use what they're doing and how they can help you leverage that or as a brokerage to have a mentor, um, right. whether have a mentor in your office that, you know, you can talk to on a daily or weekly basis or have a mentor that's not even in your market. Train, do some, or listen to videos, but also do some videos. Um, and uh, like, you need to soak in everything that you can and you need to learn. And as you know, you could be 20 years in the business and you still need to learn. But especially when you're first starting, leverage that time that you have on your hands because you're not always going to have it and use it to your advantage. Um, and then again, let five to 10 people know a day that you're a realtor. And at first you have a sphere of influence who go through your whole, you know, your Facebook list, your Instagram followers, who you know, your close friends, your family, your friends, their parents, send them cards, send them something to let them know that you're in the business and that'll take up time and that'll help you with the time that you might not sure, you might not know what you you should be doing with. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, think about it, you know, five people a day that you let know about real estate is 25 a week, that's a hundred a month. Someone's gonna know someone that's buying real estate or someone that has to buy real estate and you're gonna be top of mind, right? Cause you asked them and uh, people buy, do business with who they know, like, and trust. So it's a, it's a natural thing. But I, I do notice that a lot of uh, agents shy away from sometimes calling family and friends because they feel, I don't wanna bother them. I kind of feel like uh, I'm new. Um, you know, I don't know enough yet. You know, what, what do you say? What do you say about those type of comments? Well, if you're doing training, you can educate yourself to then when you see them in person and they ask you, they're likely going to ask you, you know, how's business? How are you doing? How's work? And if you have that knowledge, that lingo behind you to be able to have a knowledgeable conversation, they'll be impressed. Like, wow, she sounds like she's in the door here. She is, sounds like they're in the business for so long or they know so much or they're, you know, better than I expected. So mm -hmm. like, don't fake it to make it, but use what you have and regurgitate that. You know, it doesn't need to be your own lingo. I use Anthony's stuff all the time, yeah. <laughs> all the time. And just like he says, um, what's his line there? Imitate before you innovate. Yeah. Use that, leverage right. that, you know? Somebody could watch my video and use the same thing and put it in their market and change the stats of a bit. Like, just change it a bit that works for them, but have somebody that you can take videos from or that you can take content from and lingo from and, and use it and, and imitate it. Yeah, and just so you know, you don't know this, but I've shared your videos with a couple of my agents uh, in-house, some newer agents, uh, and they, I actually I think only two of them took me up on it where they actually uh, use some of your stuff, use you know, the market updates and kind of your format uh, and just plugged in our numbers, right? We don't have the numbers that you guys have. I think you're, 
average sales price where you are now, because uh, I listened to your video, $720,000 on the average uh, residential home and 420000 on condos, which is amazing. You know, ours is like half that. I mean, actually, ours is probably closer to like 350000 uh for, for residential. And I don't even know what the condos are because we're not a big condo market like you guys are. But my point is that uh, they just had to flip the numbers, right? Actually put the days on market, uh, put the average sales price, um, and, and just do the video, just get the content out. And um, so it's really good. But yeah, you're right. You know, like, uh, like Anthony said, you have to definitely, um, what was the word? Innovate before you, was it innovate? Innovate before you innovate, yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's, um, uh, I was talking about time management uh, uh, recently, and, and I know that everyone's a little bit different, but it's always fun to hear uh, and I always learn a little bit or someone picks up something from these, these podcasts uh, as to the day in a life, like what, you know, there, what we call the perfect week. There's no such thing as a perfect week because something always changes, right? Closing goes wrong and inspection goes bad. Uh, seller or buyer is, you know, freaking out. But, you know, if you had to pick, say, your perfect day uh, in your perfect week, what, what would that day look like on average? perfect day. Uh, well, every day is also different <laughs> in real estate, but uh, wake up early. Well, I, 6.30 is early for me. If you were to talk to other people that we know, they would say that's late, but uh, <laughs> 6.30, um, you know, catch up on your emails, catch up on what you might have missed the night before, look at your hot sheet. Um, I like to write out of what I need to do today. I'm a checklist type of person. Um, so I like having, you know, that map of what my day is going to look like. Um, then we have an 8.30 team meeting every day, Monday to Friday. Um, so that's usually 8.39, sometimes 9.15, depending on where the conversation goes. But that's a key part of my day. That That is what, you know, motivates me for the rest of the day. And, you know, we get to learn as a team, you know, what happened the night before in negotiations, what's going on today, who's doing what, who has what going on. And it's really a good morning boost. Um, then I go to the office typically do what I need to do, and then show afternoon or evening. Sometimes I'll show in the morning, but I find most of my clients tend to be available afternoon or evening. Now, given the time of year, I try to show earlier because it gets dark out, um, and then I come home. <laughs> so do you, so that's, so that basically get all your admin stuff out of the way. It, that 8.30 team meeting is key. Uh, I like what you said on that. It gets you going for the day. And I, and I probably, that's where you guys say, hey, so we need a video today. Who's going to do a video, right? Do you guys do that? Yeah. Who's doing the post? Who's going yeah. where, right? Yeah. So there, that answers that question, um, being able to team up with your team and, and, and do that. Uh, get a lot of your administrative stuff out of the way in the morning and then afternoon and evenings uh, or for appointments. Um, are you working a lot on the weekends? Yes. Um, but one thing that has helped me with my time management on a week basis I try to have one day not off but one day that I'm not showing that I don't need to leave um or it's more of like a me day mm -hmm. um so I typically try to do that either Friday or Saturday and then have a packed Sunday obviously that's not always the case of course if I have a client that's only available Friday or Saturday I'll do it um or if it's out of time out of counters something like that absolutely I'll never say no however mm -hmm. if I have the option of you know, they're like, oh, can we see it this weekend? Okay, can we do Sunday at X time? They tend to say yes. You know, and of course it depends too, like when offers are blah, blah, blah. But 
if I can, then it's letting them know, hey, can we do this day at this time? And most of the time it's yes. Right. Yeah. And, and that is true. We find that too, you know, and, and that's why I always try to tell uh, agents, especially agents that have families, right. And have kids that are going to sporting events and they have different things going on, birthdays, like book that in your schedule as an appointment, right. During the week so that you already have an appointment. Uh, but I find that a lot of times consumers or, you know, buyers and sellers don't understand that sometimes when you say, well, you know, I have my kid's game or I have this, or I have that. You don't have to get that detailed. You just tell me I have an appointment. Exactly. can't do it at that time, but I could do it at this time or that time. And they're usually pretty flexible uh, for that. So, all right, well, good stuff. Um, always a question that I get um, is, is on leads, right? Lead, leads is what fuels our business, right? We have to be out there and we're, um, you, you mentioned you have a marketing degree, yeah, marketing, lead generation, kind of all the same thing. Like you have to brand yourself, but you also have to generate leads uh, that are going to come into you. Um, and I guess my question to you is, is what are your, if you had to think of your top, you know, say three lead generation pillars, where would that business come from? Because I think, you know, just kind of going over some of your numbers, I think your first full year in the business, you told me you did how many sales? 48. 48. So that's very, very impressive. Very good. First full year in the business. So congratulations there. Um, and now this year is your second full year in the business and you're on pace to do what now? 70. 70. So that's awesome. That's uh, already another quantum leap that you have on there. So you're doing something right. And I know, uh, you know, I know you have a lot of activities that are going on. Maybe you could just share with us um, how and what you do for lead generation that would help others. Yeah. So I'd say my top three, one of them is definitely leveraging testimonials and rank my agent. Um, it's, I still find it shocking when I ask, oh, like, where did you hear? where did you hear from me or where did you hear from the team? They're like, oh, I, I read your reviews online or I just Googled top agents in Ottawa and, you know, wanted to go with somebody in the top 10, but it was also young or female or, you know, and they're like, not just that, but your track records pro proves it. I had one, it was a relocation and he's like, how, he's like, I saw on Twitter, you've only been in the business two years. How do you have so many reviews? I'm like, well, I leverage it. And, and my clients like speak volume to what I do and how I am good at what I do. And that's why you should work with me. Ended up working with me and they were fantastic. One like an amazing um, house hunting trip with them. And it, that it worked um, and that keeps coming back too. So that's a big one. Um, you know, you could use Google reviews. We're trying to, um, to get there too, but rank my agent has been uh, what we've been using and it's worked really well. Um, then it's repeat, repeat business and referral business. Mm -hmm. So people that already love you, love you and are going to tell people, going to tell other people how great you were and how their experience was. As I said, at the beginning of this interview, part of why, you know, I, what sparked my interest in this business was the experience side of part, side of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you're creating those people use the term like raving fans, um, so not only are they one posting about you on doing testimonial, but then they're telling their friends, their family and meet other agents as well. So we go to a lot of networking events, um, and part of the brokerage we work for is really great for those referrals. Um, so it's also being top of mind for not only people in your, in Ottawa, but also being top of mind for people across North America that if they have a client moving in or out of Ottawa, we come top of mind. 
So it's good. Testimonials, repeat and referral. And then my last one would be social media. Putting myself out there, building connections with people, being authentic. Um, I, I especially think in my demographic, I do a lot of first-time home, home um, buyers. And that's been a great way of, you know, not targeting them, but getting to build some type of relationship with them and being in the know and being that knowledgeable person for them. And then them contacting me to say, we want to buy a house with you or, you know, we're looking for it. Like, it's amazing. And then now I have four clients for June next year. They're like, oh, our lease ends in June. I'm like, amazing. Like we're early, but let's have a consultation. Let's start the conversation. And then, you know, then we'll be ready to go when you're ready. Um, but then it's also keeping keeping in touch with them too, which is important. Right, follow-up is key. So rank my agent, Google reviews, that's great. You have the repeat and referral business, social media. Um, tell us a little about more, I wanted to go deeper. One of my questions were, you know, what platforms are you actually using and which ones are more effective than the other? But what, what would you say, you know, for someone wanting to get in? I mean, sometimes people say, well, social media is a full-time job, right? To actually go through and do all that. I don't think it is. I think if you just time block uh, and, and know what you're, you know, doing and putting on there, I have a content calendar. It's a lot easier, uh, but it can be overwhelming to some people. And I just wonder what, what you, what do you do personally for social media to get to business? Yeah. So Instagram and Facebook are my most two successful platforms um, as a team. Um, and then we're also on YouTube, which is great. I am going to post a bit more on LinkedIn, but that's a fault on my part that I'm not as consistent on LinkedIn as I am mm -hmm. on other platforms. Yeah. Um, those would be like my main four. I, I used to use Twitter. I don't anymore. The team does, um, but I just don't like my network isn't necessarily there anymore. Um, so I leverage what, you know, we only have so much time in the day. So I'm going to use Facebook and Instagram to my advantage. Um, but it's also great that we have an in-house marketing guy who, is creating you know the posts and that content and I could just repost it or post it as if it's my own mm -hmm. uh, without having to create it which is nice other than the video that's me and he's just tweaking it um, and video it's either live or it's in front of a green screen um, depends what I'm talking about so the video um, are the the video that you do that you post yourself or is it always going through the marketing person or a combination of the two I post the videos. You post the videos. Yeah. So when you went to that, obviously that coffee shop, you did it when you're in front of someone's house in an open house or live, obviously that's live. Um, but then there's some custom videos that you did, um, maybe going over the buyer process or the selling process and that stuff, uh, does your marketing person edit that type, type of stuff? Yeah, so if it's in front of the green screen, so if the video is not live, then I'm usually in front of a green screen. Okay. Uh, and then he'll give me a nice background, put me in a nice home or wherever I need to be. Um, and then add like some branding to it as well, because you always want people to know who you are and where you work, because that's you, that's another key point of how they'll think you're top of mind as well. How did you learn how to do videos? Because I know you use that kind of the technique of starting off with a question, right? It's not just being, um, you know, just talking or hi, you know, you're not saying the same thing over and over again on that first phrase that's coming up. You have that attention grabber uh, that you do right away. Uh, is that a strategy or technique that you use? Yeah, so it's the hero method, um, the hook, like 
can't repeat the, <laughs> the hook. I just know the H is the hook, then I have it written down. Yeah. Um, but essentially having that hook at the beginning, because if you just start with who you are, then it's people are gonna tap out. But I also really took a template of when I was at school, I had a presentations class. Okay. Which all you did was presentations for X amount of weeks, and it was a five-minute presentation solo by yourself. In the beginning, your introduction was always a hook. So you don't introduce yourself first. You talk about, or you have your hook, and you talk a bit about what you're going to talk about, and then you introduce yourself. You're going to get to learn who you are eventually, but if you start with that, then people are going to, you've already lost your interest. You only have so many seconds to do so. So I think that was also a great you know, part of also why I might be more comfortable in front of the camera um, was because of that presentations class, which you never know what, uh, <laughs> what school will give you, but uh, that right. was one of, one of my biggest takeaways from my degree. Um, and, you know, smiling, using your hand language mm -hmm. um, and looking at the camera. You know, I, I have had some coaching on that too. You know, even looking at my phone, I used to look like at the middle instead of at the camera. Right. Um, but people will help you out and, and help you with that. But uh, yeah. That's good. That's good. So um, when you're doing these, um, these videos, are you obviously live videos, live video, you can't really edit or change it. Maybe sometimes you could delete it if you wanted to. But how many takes do you do on, on some of these videos? Like, what's the real deal on, on a number of takes? Is it just one and done? No. <laughs> um, even if it's live, like, sometimes I'll, I'll redo it. Um, and, you know, who cares if you redo right. it? No right. one's going to be like, oh, here we go. Chelsea redid another video. They're not going to know. And usually I stop it within 10 seconds too. But um, then if it's in front of the green screen, it can be anywhere from like three to 10. It depends. Um, depends what I'm talking about. If I need to memorize like certain numbers, then I find myself like skipping a beat a bit. Um, but it, yeah. Under, yeah. under 20, more than three usually. <laughs> it depends what I'm talking about. What, but one thing that really works for me is using my notes and typing out like um, like bullet points of what I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. And I like tell myself basically what I'm going to say a few times and then I go for it. Um, or else like I just can't flow naturally. <laughs> I, need to, I need to know what I'm going to say. But yeah. that's just one, one tip that's helped for me. You need to practice, right? Right. Right. At least practice all the time. I need to practice what I'm going to say before I say it. Well, thanks for sharing that because I think that there's a lot of people out there that just think, oh, Chelsea's just a natural or Willie's just a natural and they just shoot these videos off. And, um, and that's not true. Uh, you know, there's a lot of times that we'll take five, six, ten takes sometimes uh, just to get it right. But then when it's right, we put it out there. But no one knows. Like you said, no one knows you took ten takes. So um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted some people to hear that. Um, that, uh, you, know, you know, it's not perfect and you, it's okay to do uh, additional takes. Um, what else did I have on there? I had a couple other questions regarding um, uh, really your, with your database. I know, I don't know if you have a big database now, but you're, you're building a pretty big database because you've had a lot of sales now. And let's face it, you know, our database is our lifeline. And as you grow that database, you become more and more successful, right? And that's what I've always learned and, and always kept to. Uh, what what type of and that's always a question that comes up. Do, do you use a, a CRM that you enjoy using, or how do you keep track of all uh, your data? You know the people in your database. 
I do have a CRM, but what's worked best for me is I have an Excel sheet um, and I look at that Excel sheet every day. Um, then I'll track it into my CRM. My CRM is, I will completely be honest, it's something I need to work on. Uh -huh. um, that's, you know, I can preach about video, but my CRM um, is definitely something I need to work on. But my Excel sheet has really worked for me. Um, you know, I'll go through five people and then send them a, a text or a text video um, or a personal note, just a touch base. Um, or if I see, I've had like three clients get engaged recently. So I sent them all, you know, a little congratulations. Um, and then I just put it in. Uh, could it be tweaked? Absolutely. Could it be better? Absolutely. I'm working on it. Um, but that's what's worked for me. So that's good. So did you have a goal of that five a day still is going based on your, your past clients, your database and, and the Excel sheet? That's, that's good to hear because I think a lot of people um, feel they have to have that secret CRM or, you know, a top producer or, you know, there's a hundred of them out there. Um, but just a simple Excel spreadsheet right in front of you at all times, you're rotating the names through, uh, you have it with you at all times. And that's, that's a great tool to use. So thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, you know, I think um, I think that's really good with some of the questions that I had for you. I mean, what's future-wise? I mean, where, where do you really see you know yourself in the business? You know, three to five years out, what, what's uh, what's in the cards for uh, Chelsea and the, the Hammer team? I'm excited to see where we end up. Uh, as a like, as me personally, I want to continue growing. I want to continue to have these big goals that scare me at the beginning of the year, and then realize you know, they're actually achievable um, and, you know, grow my business and keep leveraging the business that I've already built and work on my CRM. Um, and yeah, it'll be, it'll be an exciting three to five years. I, I, I know that for sure. Um, but who's he? We'll know. We'll see what comes in the cards, but uh, maybe the team will expand a bit too. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, no, you got a great start and a great career ahead of you for sure. Um, in closing, any, any advice that you would give to say a new agent looking to get into the business or maybe a new agent that's in the business right now as to uh, what they can do to get a fast start? Yeah. Put yourself out there and leverage the tools that either your office has or, you know, social media, like YouTube, some top producers, listen to their lingo, their videos, um, and, you know, soak it all in, take some notes and don't be afraid to learn. I think learning will, will get you growing. Chelsea Henry, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Appreciate your time and uh, good luck uh, and uh, much success in, in the years uh, coming ahead. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye now.